Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is People Every Day. Coming up, we're going in the heights. Inside the star-studded premiere of Lin-Manuel Miranda's cinematic ode to the people and cultures of New York's Washington Heights. Plus, how Queen Elizabeth marked what would have been Prince Philip's 100th birthday. And more on her new nickname namesake. It's June 10th. everyone. This is People Every Day, and it is Thursday, my friends. I'm just going to be honest. I am counting down the hours to the weekend. One, I need a little break from this week. But two, I have got to go get myself a ticket to see In the Heights. Yes, Lin-Manuel Miranda's big screen adaptation of his hit Broadway musical is here, and it deserves a big screen viewing. How do I know? Well, my colleagues here at People have almost all seen it already. I'm so jealous, and have told me as much. Uh, The stars, the singing, the dancing, the amazing spotlight on Latino culture. It's pretty epic. And actually, they're going to tell you about it, too, in a second. So stay tuned for the inside scoop on In the Heights. But right now, there's some other news bubbling up out there. Kanye West and model Irina Shayk are a thing, as we now know. But sources tell people that this wasn't news to his ex, Kim Kardashian. Apparently, the reality star and mother of his four kids has never known about the budding relationship for weeks now, and it, quote, doesn't bother her. And Kim's just focused on their kids. Meanwhile, Kanye and Irina are out and about in Paris. As we know, it's a favorite destination of his and Kim's, for that matter, but he's moved on. Let's stay over in Europe for a second and get into the news out of London really quickly. You know, those royals, we love them. And People.com Royals editor Aaron Hill is on now to take us through the latest roses and some thorns in regards to the royal That's family, right? right? So, so what's going on with Queen Elizabeth today? You know, today's a very poignant day for Queen Elizabeth. Um, today is, is the day that would have been Prince Philip's 100th milestone birthday. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, he, he died recently at the age of 99. And so the royal family is marking this day um, privately. The queen is said to be spending it at Windsor Castle privately. And I'm sure she'll be doing video calls with family and being in touch with family. But she also found a special way um, to commemorate Philip's Philip's legacy with with uh, planting a rose in her garden. Oh, nice. Okay, so so tell me the significance of this. Like, why the rose? Yeah, so this rose was specially created um, for Philip and given to the queen as a gift. And, you know, it's something that's um, very important to Philip. He spent a lot of time um, transforming the gardens at, at Windsor Castle. The queen spends a lot of time roaming through them with her corgis on, on daily <laughs> walks. So it's a really um, sweet gesture. And when she received it, from, from the society that created it. She's, she called it lovely. It's this beautiful, vibrant pink flower. And, and it's just a very touching gesture on a day that uh, would be very, very sad for her. 
Oh, and when I, I see the pictures, I just look at her and I'm like, oh, Lilibet, yeah. because that name is <laughs> all I can That's think right. of these days. <laughs> of course, she is uh, a grandma all over again. And uh, this is, oh, sorry, great grandma. Great grandma. Great grandma all over again. Um, Prince Harry and Meghan had their baby, and her name is Lilibet. But we are hearing that there has been discussion about whether or not they got permission, right? Because Lilibet is uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, nickname, a family nickname that they've used for a long time, and Prince Philip um, would call her that. Um, But just take people into these reports and what we know to be true from our sources. Yeah, this is a very special nickname that she's used since childhood. It's a private nickname. Philip is thought to be the last person to call her that. Um, There have been uh, reports over in the UK that Harry didn't uh, seek out permission to use this, and there's drumming up some controversy. But Meghan and Harry are setting the record straight, and a spokesperson for them denied these claims, and they told people in a statement the Duke spoke with his family in advance of the announcement. In fact, the Queen was the first family member he called, and during that conversation, he shared their hope of naming their daughter Lilibet in her honor and that had she not been supportive, there's no way they would have used the name. Wow. You know what? I need whoever is is speaking out of the firm to stop (laughs) and just let both Lilibets be happy because I'm sure they are and love each other. The sweet gesture and several of the Queen's great-grandchildren have Elizabeth as a a middle name and tribute. And it's very sweet to use Lilibet um, because that is is a very personally unique name to the Queen. It was lovingly used by her father and and by her husband. Um, So it's a very sweet gesture and, and Harry said to um, you know be very close with this queen with his uh, his grandmother the queen and they have a really great relationship and this just speaks to the remarkable yeah. bond that's between them and that's all he said like in everything that's been coming out about him and, and, and Megan like he has always said like my grandmother has been so supportive we've FaceTimed with her we are very close with her so there's no there there exactly. people it is fine all roses exactly. all roses Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron thank you so much thank you the time is here guys in the heights okay it is out it is upon us you can go and see it uh today this this weekend and we are going to talk all about it this of course is lin-manuel miranda's baby uh he has been uh just really working on this show for so long my husband uh actually went to wesleyan university where lin-manuel miranda went and uh he came back in 2007 and showed the 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 class there just scenes from in the heights and so i've been hearing about this since like I met my husband and I'm so excited to see on the big screen. But today I am joined by people of the TV shows, Jeremy Parsons and movie writer Ali Russian, who were both there on the red carpet at the premiere last night. And we're going to get into all of that. Hi, you guys. Hey, hey. Hi, how's it going? So good. So good. So first things first, uh, In the Heights, Ali, tell us about this movie and just just set it up for us, because I remember just seeing those beautiful beautiful scenes and and this the screeners and all of the other stuff but set up the story for everybody that doesn't know 
Yeah. So as you said, it is literally Lynn's baby. He he wrote this as a love letter to his neighborhood. He grew up in Washington Heights. His his father was really involved there. Um, and he wrote this just as his story, his life, his community in Washington Heights. So it follows this young guy who's a bodega owner and a cast of characters who make up his chosen family in the in the barrio, which is neighborhood in Spanish. Um, and it follows over three days when the city is uh, purged into a blackout and everybody's having to deal with the heat and then everything happens. And it's it's a really beautiful celebration of Latin culture and how your chosen family, once you immigrate from your countries, becomes your family in America mm. and the struggles of, of the Latin Americans in New York and how, how they get along through each other. Nice. And, and just what did it feel? You've been sitting on this for a while, Ali. You got to see it back yeah. before the world shut down. So how has it been just knowing that this amazingness <laughs> has been coming for so long? I feel like I, I I think about it like once a week for a whole entire year. I saw it right, right in March 2020. And I'm just like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I personally was in tears the entire screening. It was, it's just so powerful to see as a Latina to see my story represented on a screen. I know we haven't gotten as many stories represented of us in our culture. So just to see our food, our dances, our like jokes, like everybody coming together, it, yes. it, it felt so true to my story. And that, I think that's a beautiful thing that Lynn did is that every Latino has a different story from every country. We're a melting pot of cultures, but he did such a great job of bringing them all together and really beautifully representing who we are as people. Nice, nice. And, and, and Jeremy, you were there on uh, the red card. We're going to get back to you, uh, Ali, because you were inside with the cast. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But Jeremy, you got to be on the red carpet and interview uh, the man with the idea, Lin-Manuel Miranda. So first, let's listen to a little bit of what he had to say. This morning, I went on my morning run, which I always do, and I decided to go to every spot we filmed the movie. Wow. So I ran through J. Hood Wright Park, where my wife and I, like, fell in love, um, ran all the way across town to 175th and Autobahn, which was the corner we spent a month of our lives with falling in love with the community and the community supporting this production. And I ran all the way north to 190th Street to the tunnel where uh, Abuela Claudia sings Paciencia With all the graffiti, Fe, yes. With all the graffiti. Uh, and then I could have run all the way back up the hill, but I decided to actually take the escalator, like they say in the song. And, um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it was like, and the hydrants were open on 175th Street, so I ran through those. So I was a wet sopping No, you mess. didn't. You ran through the hydrants today? Hell yeah. Do you feel how hot it is? <laughs> Jeremy, yeah, he was, he like, was great. What? You know, you know, what? it was he was figuratively and literally glowing on the carpet because it was uh. so hot. But it was but it was exciting because on top of everything else, in terms of how meaningful this this movie is to him and to the community, it's also for the industry. This is the first big in-person movie premiere yeah. <laughs> that we've had in over a year, like a year and a half, you know. So, I mean, it's been sure. so, so long. So, so there was there are many layers of significance to the moment. Um, and Lin-Manuel, you could tell it truly is his heart and soul poured into this. Uh, I talked to Anthony Ramos, who takes over the lead role here, that lead role that was Lin-Manuel's on the stage mm -hmm. show. Anthony Ramos takes it over. And I talked to him about like, how 
anxious are you to step into that? Here's Lin-Manuel just off camera. It's his role. They've known each other for so long. He, he talked about how that partnership was just exactly right. And, uh, and, and Lin-Manuel was, is so gracious. He's able to let Anthony make it his own. And there, there's just so much love for each other. Anthony also talked about a lot about how important the representation for the community mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the literal community there in Washington Heights, as well as the Latinx community uh, on the big screen. And, and so th- there's a lot of that. And not to mention, it's just beautifully done. When, when John Chu, the director, walked up, the first thing I said after literally like bowing down to him and saying, you're amazing, you know, from Crazy Rich <laughs> Asians to this, and he's got so many things going. But I just said, are you ready for Oscars? Because I feel like this movie, not hyping it, in the lane that it's in, in terms of the artistic expression, the, tra- the, the, the transition from stage to screen, and the yeah. acting and everything, it's so beautiful and well done that there, it's not unrealistic to imagine it uh, getting Oscar uh, attention. Next up, more details and behind-the-scenes moments from In the Heights. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am back now with People's Allie Russian and Jeremy Parsons talking in the Heights. And well, Allie, tell me what was your favorite scene from the movie? Um, the favorite scene and the best scene in the theater was it's a scene called Carnaval del Barrio, which means the carnival of the neighborhood. And it's um, a really beautiful scene where they're all just tired of the blackout. It's been three days. It's 106 degrees outside. And then one of the characters says, hey, since when have Latino people been a little afraid of heat? So she really rallies everyone to get together and have fun. And the whole uh, number is about raising your flag. And they go through every flag, the Puerto Rican flag, the Cuban flag, the Dominican flag. There's a Jamaican flag because one of the characters is Jamaican. It's just about the pride that you have in your culture. And it's just a rousing number. And to see it in that theater, Lynn had his flag. He was waving it around in the air. Like so many people had their <laughs> personal flags that they were just having Yay! so much fun and waving in the air. And it was it was a really beautiful moment. And then that was the loudest uh, clap of the night. Everybody just really lost their minds over that scene. Wait, I want I want to go into that scene a little bit because we, we I remember um, from this past week's issue we interviewed Jimmy Schmitz who's who's in this film and he is just uh, talking about making that particular scene. So let's listen to what he had to say about that moment. The carnival sequence um, meant a lot and became very emotional because they shot it in one day. It was like ninety seven degrees. We were like 
in, in the courtyard of this, you know, these tenements that come around together. There's a courtyard where there's usually like clotheslines and stuff. And Lynn, you know, Lynn has another, has a different character in, in the film that he played uh, on stage. And John had him up in a fire escape. And, you know, he has his flag and he has, he has a, they do a couple of pops of him for one of the lines about the flags. But there was a moment when we were doing that climactic uh, dance sequence that I caught Lynn and he was looking down and you know, he's, he was sobbing, he was in tears. Cause could you imagine like, he's, this was like his 19 year, this is his, to see it, to see the seeds blossom the way it did. It was, and then we all acknowledged him, and you know, we after after John cut, everybody started saying, "Lynn, Lynn." It was, I'll never forget that. So great, and of course, That's we know so Jimmy beautiful. Smith's from from what NYPD Blue. We've been watching him for so long. Just so a veteran um, actor, and he is back in this film. So I guess I'm just wondering, like all of those names, all of those stars, like. How did it how did it feel being in the, the theater with them, Allie? And what were you able to see, like peeking over the chairs? I've been in those moments where you're like, how are the stars reacting to this? Like, what was that like for you? It was just the most beautiful thing in the world. You could feel the passion, the love that they have for each other, just the energy, just the sheer energy and love. And um, more than anything, I think you, everyone in that room felt how important this moment was, how important for for our culture to be represented this beautifully and authentically on, on the screen. And regardless of the pressure that comes with that from being one of the first to do it, they, they took it on and they were just so excited. So, so full of love and passion for, for this beautiful project. Oh, I love it. I, so you guys, I'm going to the theater, I guess. I haven't been. You, have to. I, I you have, to. have to. Is that you it, Jeremy? To. Like yeah. I have to go. It's definitely a good one to see in the theater, no doubt. And one other point, and I just, just to really drive it home for people who maybe missed it or weren't aware, that this premiere happened in Washington Heights, where the movie takes place. So it's, you know, I've been to a ton of premieres. There was something so special about, I mean, out in the front of the theater, people were everywhere. People were cheering and people were excited. Jimmy Smith is out, out there, like, you know, sign autographs. We heard the crowd roar. Mark Anthony had showed up. It was just My like- My jaw dropped when that happened, y'all. Yeah, Can when I tell you through? that Mark Anthony, because he has a yeah. small bit in the movie. He what? has a small scene. Um, he plays one of the character's dads and my jaw dropped. I was like, Mark <laughs> Anthony is here. Oh my That's God. right. There, so there was, there was this really special connection to the community. Again, all these layers to that premiere that were, it made it, the, even the premiere itself really, really special. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that, Jeremy, because during his intro, Lynn revealed that he actually, that theater had been a church for, it was a theater, then a church, and it was his childhood movie theater. And then he actually went splitsies with the theater to bring back a movie theater, a movie screen in like 2013. So for oh, wow. him, wow. it was such a full circle moment to have his baby play on the screen that he helped bring back to his hood. Oh my Let's just say goodness. this. It's only a matter of time before the Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, statue oh, yeah. is erected somewhere in Washington <laughs> oh, Heights. Sure. Like it's for probably already in the way. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh, I'm just so excited. You guys, thank you so much for taking me into last night and, and into this just huge cultural moment. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you. That was People Movies writer Ali Russian and People the TV Show co-host Jeremy Parsons discussing In the Heights, hitting theaters today. For more on that, head over to People.com and pick up this week's issue. And now, something to make you smile. Hit it, Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. <laughs> 
I am happy to report that my favorite childhood toy, Barbie, is going green. Mattel's newest collection called Barbie Loves the Ocean features three dolls made from 90% recycled ocean-bound plastic. Richard Dickinson, the president and chief operating officer of the brand, said, we take this responsibility seriously and are continuing to do our part to ensure kids can inherit a world that's full of potential. I love this, though I have to say, my very many Barbies that I own, yes, I collect, are still in their boxes in mint condition, okay? And I've said too much. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>